Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. With a Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, with stories rare. Take his advice and you'll look keen. You'll get a shave that's smooth and clean. You'll be a Colgate brushless fan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern bringing you the 320th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Our guest tonight is the famous radio star Ezra Stone, the original Henry Aldrich. But first, real one, a Christmas greeting. In four days, it'll be Christmas. That's why tonight's show is entirely made up of Christmas stories. And our first story tonight is the story of a poor, broken-down, punch-drunk fighter. Yet it's a Christmas story. A story that's become an annual institution on this program at Christmas time. Did you ever hear of a fighter named Swifty Edwards? Chances are you don't remember. Swifty Edwards was once a good fighter. But Swifty never got very far. He was just a boy who could take it on the chin. By 1926... Swifty Edwards was all washed up. He'd been knocked from pillar to post. He was just a human punching bag. No fight promoter wanted any part of him. But if Swifty was a poor fighter, at least he was honest. He never took a crooked fight, and he always tried his best. One thing made Swifty stand out from the hundreds of other has-been fighters. Swifty had a beautiful wife. He was very proud of his wife. Their love and devotion was honest and sincere. Several days before Christmas, in 1926, Swifty went from one fight promoter to another, trying to get a fight. Everybody gave him the same answer. Uh-uh. No dice, Swifty. You're all through, kid. Why don't you wise up? Swifty was desperate. He had to get a fight somehow. He had no money, and Christmas was coming. And each Christmas, Swifty had always given his wife a new dress. Well, there'd be no new dress this Christmas if Swifty didn't get a fight soon. Finally, Swifty reached the end of his rope went to a shady fight promoter. And Swifty asked that shady fight promoter for a fight. Sure, sure, I got a fight for you. But of course, you got to do me a little favor. You see, uh, I got a new fighter on the way up. Uh, you could beat him on the level. Except this fight ain't going to be on the level. Get it, Swifty? Why, you rat. I never saw a fight in my okay, life. Okay, okay. Don't get tough with me. There's 20 bucks in it for you. No one will ever know. Swifty took that fight. All his life he'd fought clean, but now, now nobody give him a break. Yeah, Swifty had agreed to throw a fight. He was ashamed to tell his wife. Instead, he tried to act enthusiastic. Gee, honey, I got a fight. Boy, will I murder that guy. He's a cinch for me. Look, I got the money in advance. Thirty bucks. Here it is. Here, honey. Here's your Christmas present. Get yourself that new dress. Ah, don't worry about me. I'll win easily. Swifty was happy. At least his wife would never know how he'd gotten that money. Christmas Eve came. Swifty climbed through the ropes to fight his first crooked fight. In the first minute, he realized that if he wanted to, he could win. But he'd made a bargain, and so in the second round, he went down and he was counted out. Quickly, he dressed and left that fighter in. It was Christmas Eve. His wife would be waiting for him. At least he hadn't let her down. 
But as he entered his shabby room, his wife met him at the door. Her face was twisted with grief. Swifty, Swifty, what happened? You told me you were going to win. You said you couldn't lose. You never told me that before. What happened tonight, Swifty? For a moment, he didn't answer, and then he spoke. Never mind, honey. It's Christmas. Come on, let's be happy. Can I see your new dress? His wife looked up as she said, I took that $30 you gave me, Swifty, but I didn't buy a new dress. I wanted to give you a Christmas present, too. You said you'd win, so I bet the $30 on you to win. And now we've got nothing. Yep. That's the story. And each year when it's close to Christmas like it is tonight, I always think of another Christmas. A poor punch-drunk fighter who tried so hard to say, Merry Christmas. Dale, too. If he ever played hooky when he was a boy, then he did it to play hockey. For 40 years, he's been a leading figure in the ice world. He's the famous manager of the New York Rangers, Lester Patrick. Well, one time I asked Lester Patrick how he liked Colgate Brushless Shave Cream, and this is what he wrote. Colgate Brushless is one no-brush cream that's got the number of my bristly beard and sensitive skin. It stays on the job, keeps my whiskers soft, lets me sail through to the finish without interference. Then, too, Colgate Brushless doesn't clog my razor, and it washes off Presto. Signed, Lester Patrick. You hear that, my brother shavers? Well, all you need to get on Lester Patrick's shaving team is Colgate Brushless Shave Cream, the shave cream of champions. Yes, sir. And if you tell me your beard is tough and your skin is tender, I'll say swell. Colgate Brushless was made for you. Made to shave you close and clean without a snag or a pull and without after irritation. If after your first Colgate Brushless shave, you don't agree, then just send the top of the carton to me. Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City Zone 2, New Jersey, and I'll see that you get double your money back. Now get yourself a jumbo jar tonight. I recommend the big nine-ounce Colgate Brushless jar because it saves money and it lasts long. Real free. Colgate's camera close-up of Henry Aldrich. Probably no youngster's voice is better known to America's radio audience than is his. A great star, a great director. Here he is in person, Henry Aldrich. Coming, Mother. I mean, good evening, Bill. Say, can I step out of character? Why, certainly, Henry. But if you're going to step out of character, I guess I'd better introduce you by your real name. Ladies and gentlemen, a very fine actor who impersonates Henry Aldrich on the radio, Ezra Stone. Thank you, Bill. But instead of being interviewed tonight, I'd like to tell a story. Please do. Well... My story begins back in 1912, when a certain American youngster was the best pistol shot in the United States. And because of this, he was selected to represent us in the Olympic Games that year in Europe. He was matched against the finest pistol shots from all over the world. The American boy came through the preliminaries with flying colors, until finally only he and a German marksman were left. Each took careful aim as they began their final round. And the American lad shot ten straight bullseyes, a perfect score. But when the German judges counted his score, they claimed they could only find nine bullseyes. In vain, the American lad argued. He knew the German judges were cheating in favor of one of their own countrymen, but there was nothing the American could do about it. That all took place back in 1912, when an American lad came back to this country hating the Germans because they had cheated him out of an Olympic medal. But somehow, you know, I think that American got his revenge. For it was he who led the American armies into Germany in this war. Today, he died. But even though he's gone, he will be for... he will be never forgotten. For his name was General George S. Patton. Oh. 
General Patton was a great athlete. Much more important, a great American. Thank you so much. Good luck and good night. Ezra Stone, better known as Henry Alder. Real four. Let's continue this parade of Christmas stories tonight and call this The Legend of a Christmas Tree. Remember when you were a youngster how all Christmas stories began with once upon a time and ended with and they lived happily ever after? This is a Christmas legend. It begins in Washington, D.C. It's the story of a man, a boy, and a dog. And like all Christmas legends, it begins once upon a time. Once upon a time, out of the land of the Philippines, came a little dusky brown-skinned fighter, Felix Distrito by name. And the tale he wove with his two fists made history. And soon, he married a gay, laughing, lovely girl. One day, a son was born to them, and Felix's joy was complete. Each night, Felix would come home, smile at the baby, pull up an easy chair, and read the paper. But each night, too, Felix would say, Honey, honey, turn the lights up brighter. Each night, it became more of a command. The lights, the light, bring it closer. One night, not even moving the light right beside Felix could hide the truth. The cruel poundings of his many fights were taking their toll. Felix Distrito was slowly going blind. The years passed. Now, no longer the cheers of fight fans, just a loneliness born with unseeing eyes. Again, our scene is a Washington fight arena. The crowds are here, fighters in the ring. But standing unnoticed, alone in a corner, stands Felix Distrito selling peanuts. Alone? No, that's wrong. For at his feet are his eyes. That's right, eyes. For his eyes are Queenie, a seeing-eye dog. And each night, Felix and Queenie are a familiar sight in the corner of that fight club. But one night, Felix and Queenie fail to show up. Felix and his dog, Queenie, were home taking care of Felix's little son. Pneumonia had come. For days, Felix didn't leave the bedside as his son tossed about feverishly. For days, Queenie stood by her master, whimpering as she looked at the suffering boy. The doctor came, and Felix paid him half the meager family savings. More doctor bills, and soon there was no money left. No money for food, for medicine, for doctors. Felix sat there helplessly, and then, then a strange thing happened. Queenie came over silently, pressed her cold nose into his outstretched hands. The dog seemed to be trying to tell Felix something, and the man understood. Felix got up slowly, put on his ragged coat, and walked over to one of Washington's radio stations. He sought out a sports announcer. The sports announcer greeted him warmly. Hello, Felix, glad to see you. But Felix only said, please, sir, could you announce on the radio that I'd like to sell Queenie? You see, I must have medicine for my son. The announcer nodded his heart. His heart was too sick to speak. That night, that night the miracle happened. From every newspaper, from every radio station in Washington, out went the appeal, not for someone to buy Queenie, but for money to help a fighter who was willing to give up his eyes that his son might live. And then, then came the response from the so-called hard-boiled fight fans, from the writers, from everyone, everywhere. The story created a sensation. Irving Berlin, the famous songwriter, heard about it, and since it was just before Christmas, it inspired him to write a special Christmas song. Thanks to that song, the money poured in. The boy was taken to a big hospital. Felix and Queenie stay together. Today, Queenie waits patiently to speak for the slightest twitch of her harness. That's the story. The story of a blind prize fighter who inspired a great song. For had it not been for Felix Distrito, the world might never have had the most famous Christmas song ever written. The unforgettable White Christmas.
Charles F. McCarthy. Men, when the holiday mistletoe is over your doorway, be sure you do your kissing with a smooth, smooth kisser. The preliminary is shave with Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. Spread this rich, fluffy cream over your skin, then get going with your razor. No drying out or quitting halfway with Colgate Brushless. It keeps busy to the end of your shave, keeps the toughest whiskers soft so your razor can shear them off close and clean. No wonder over half the men in America now enjoy the speed and convenience of shaving the brush this way. No wonder so many of them enjoy Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. Ask for Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions, in a nine-ounce jar tonight. And now, back to Bill Stern. Real six. Colgate's candid camera catches the story behind the story. Exclusive New York City. Ladies and gentlemen, I received the following telegram this afternoon. It reads, Bill Stern, Radio City, New York. This is to notify you that I dare you, in fact, I double dare you to appear on my radio program the night of January the 2nd and play a saxophone solo. Signed, K. Kaiser. Okay, Mr. Kaiser, you asked for it. I'll accept your dare. I'll play the saxophone on your program on the 2nd of January. And I'm the world's worst saxophone player. In fact, you can call it Corn from a Horn. And that's the 3 mark for tonight. Next Friday night, we'll be back same time, same stations, with another edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. We're moving the entire show to Hollywood, California, where our special guest in Hollywood next Friday evening will be the famous radio star, Jack Benny. So be sure and be with us next Friday night at our usual time when we greet you from Hollywood, California, and present as our guest one of the most famous stars in Hollywood, Jack Benny. See you then. In the meantime, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day Newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, until next Friday night at our usual time, when we greet you from Hollywood with our special guest, Jack Benny, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night. Bill Stern, the Colgate JP man, is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate JP man, had lots to say. He told you tales of sports heroes, the inside joke he really knows. So listen in next Friday night. D-O-L-G-A-T-E. Mrs. America, there's still a colossal shortage of industrial fats. And one result is a shortage of soap in your stores. Remember, too, fat is needed in the manufacture of nylons and other peacetime products. That's why Secretary of Agriculture Anderson asks you to keep on salvaging all the used cooking fats you can. So fill it in and turn it in. Listen to Bill Stern next week, same time. This is the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs> America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.